Hi, this is Jalen for Dobbs, where tire buying is easy. At GoToDobbs.com, shop brands, sizes, pricing, and our amazing deals. With 40-plus locations, get same-day install. For tires, it's Dobbs. For deals you can use, click on GoToDobbs.com now. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. With Super Bowl champ Kerry Davis, I'm Randy Carricker. Great to have you with us on the opening drive on 101 ESPN. And it's a pleasure to welcome to the Brown and Crouppen Celebrity Line the new Cardinal head hitting coach, Turner Ward. Uh, Turner, thanks so much for taking some time with us this morning. How are you doing? Hey, yeah, I'm doing great. Thank you guys for having me. Okay, I got to start with this. I know you attended South Alabama, but you're an Alabama guy. Are you an Alabama or Auburn guy at this time of year? Well, let me just tell you, my dad graduated from Auburn uh, in vet school, and then my daughter graduated last year from Auburn. So, uh, <laughs> uh, you know, I'm, I'm really I'm not like this huge. I'm not a huge like football fan, but you know, when when it comes down to Auburn and Alabama playing each other, I'm I'm for Auburn. You know, another in, in other scenarios, there's a lot of. Alabama haters around here. My wife getting one off, <laughs> and she could care less if they ever win a game. So uh, it's uh, it's a good little uh, uh, you know competition in this state for those two teams for sure. That's great. Hey Turner, where were you when you got the call that you would be named the uh, Cardinals hidden coach, and and what did, what was that process like for you going through that? No, it was uh, you know Ollie called me and uh, you know wanted to know you know he let me know that uh, you know Jeff was moving on and uh, you know what I consider uh being in that position and i told i told ollie i said whatever he thinks would be best for the organization and for the the team uh, uh, you know for the, the players so it was uh it was you know probably a, a week or so two weeks after the season uh, turner you had almost 1800 plate appearances as a player so you have a pretty good idea about what you're talking about when when you're talking hitting foundationally though what do you like to do like when you get together with a young player what's the the first thing that you like to find out or approach them with well i mean of course one thing i'm trying to do is just know who they are and you know kind of how they think um i tell guys all the time i really can't help you unless i know what you think and meaning that, you know there's a mechanical mental side to the game but I I call I don't like my calling myself a I really like the term watchman. I'm going to watch these guys. I want to see how they handle situations and you know how they had their success. You know I, I don't want to bother a guy until he's like you know there's failure. And to me that's the one of the greatest le- learning tools anyway. So there's a there's a process in my mind of, of what I do, but I've got to watch these guys. I got to see how they. You know how the league adapts and adjusts to them because really it's the pitchers who's teaching us you know what we need to make the adjustments so the league will tell you hey you can't you're this this style of pitch this below this location um this shape i mean so the league lets you know what you need to work on so i i, I kind of go from there and turner one thing about big leaguers and you mentioned uh, until they face adversity there's not a whole lot you can do because they're saying to themselves, and they aren't wrong, hey, I got here doing what I've been doing, right? Yeah, and uh, you know what? Because I played and I know that process, hey, I got there a certain way. But, man, this game is 
I heard a Hall of Famer uh, say one time, it's a, it's a, it shouldn't be called football. It should be called a game of adjustments. And have some of our you know, two best hitters in the league that, uh, that we can kind of look at, at, at their track record like with Goldie and, and Nolan and know that the note that some of the adjustments they've made and because I've known Goldie so long back dating back to the minor leagues, I mean Goldie was always that guy, what do I need to do to get better? What do you see? I mean, he's not he's not afraid to ask the questions and he's not he's very adaptable in trying to make adjustments. So when you kinda of have that mindset but you also know who you are and what those limitations are, and um, of course with a lot of other things, but um, those things tend to guys, you know, adjust to this level. Hey, uh, Turner, Jeff Albert faced a lot of backlash and a lot of blame for the Cardinals' late season struggles. You are a major leaguer for 12 years. You've been a hitting coach for for a number of years. Where is that fine line between uh, player and, and coach and the player actually being in the box and having to make those adjustments on the fly? Well, I'm going to tell you right now, like from 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 my experience, you know, like I've never blamed a hitting coach for one thing as a hit. <laughs> okay, I mean, possibility. The other part of that, the back, the other side of that, is a coach. I, I you know, and it's it's hard to say this, but it, it's just I take responsibility. Mm. You know, even though I know, so I mean, there's a there's a balance between those two, and um, in this position, you know. Uh, you take blame. I mean, that's just kind of how it is. It's uh, it's been that way for a, a long time, and whether it's rightly so or not, but I know from a personal standpoint as a coach, I have to be willing to take that responsibility and that blame and try to figure out ways to to help these guys make the adjustments and you know make uh, the changes that uh, we feel corporately you know that that needs to be made. Turner, did you any learn anything from Albert Pujols this year? And if so, what what did he bring to the table for you as a coach? Well, I, I think uh, you know I, I'm constantly learning. Man, I just uh, I, I try to learn from all of these guys. And you know, Albert, as you know, 22 years in, one of the things uh, I haven't I've never coached a guy that's been in the league that long. Okay, so you know, being with Chase Utley, I mean. Uh, Adrian, uh, Gonzalez, uh, I mean, just uh, I, I could uh, name a lot of players, you know, 15, 16, 17 years in and, you know, coaching those guys. And uh, But, you know, Albert, just seeing he's just another – he just represents another um, example of a guy who's still willing and wanting to learn and thinks that, you know, other sets of eyes can help him. So, you know, I think that's, you know, kind of – you know, for me, it's 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 just another example, even for myself. I mean, here I am. I'm, you know, my late fifties, and I'm still learning about hitting. And so here's Albert as a player in that in that box on a daily basis, and still feeling those pressures, still uh, uh, needing to make an adjustments, and still wanting to uh, take information and use it. And he's adapted and grown throughout his whole career, and I've I've seen that and watched that. Hey, Turner, I, I think the, the, the mindset or the question on a lot of Cardinals fans is what can we expect uh, from this lineup going forward next year? I know we, uh, we're a little bit frustrated with how the playoffs ended, not, not hitting the ball well. Um, so what can we expect from these guys going forward in the, in the 2023 season? You know what? I, I use a, 
a simple bad grammar terminology, okay? And it's something that I have fun with, but a t- something I also take you know some seriousness to. But plan on getting gooder, you know. So I, mean, so, I mean, look, I love to have fun with the guys, you know. But you know, and to keep things light. Um, it's very tough. Hitting's very tough. It gets tougher. I, it gets tougher, I think, every year. But, um, you know, the, the expectations for us, as I've talked to these guys, uh, I hadn't got through all of them yet, you know, uh, through the offseason, but I've talked to a lot of the guys already and already kind of planning for the, the, next, the next year. But, but corporately being better as a group and in a sense of game planning, and that's one thing that I that I love, and I think that you know helping these guys adapt. Some of these young players get get helping them getting to a veteran mindset, and of course working on the mechanics and, and and stuff like that. But but really corporately being as a group and really kind of going in and and solidifying the game plan individually and corporately as we uh, we go into the the season and. You know, of course, that's what we're always trying to do. And I'm not going to say, oh, I can do this better. I'm not even trying to make that. But, man, I'm going to put more intention in some of the things of our two-strike approach, of which I think we was pretty good at it. I mean, the the situational hinting, because when it comes to playoff time, it's not always necessarily the big blow. We need those. we got hitters that can have big blows. But just battling through ABs, knowing when you're – and, and I know this is a lot of information, but really, uh, you know, knowing how you feel, you know, on that on that on that particular day, and how you're going to have to compete, knowing you feel great, you feel okay, or you feel terrible, and you know what, we have to compete at those levels and, and that way on a regular basis and different guys at different times. But you have to acknowledge where I am right now today and how I'm going to compete depending on how I feel. Turner uh, Turner Ward, the Cardinal hitting coach, with us for a couple more minutes. We as fans, we get the perception that because of analytics, players are overloaded with things to think about and that they're thinking when they get to the plate. And I guess you can do that. I, I don't think there's any doubt that players, Paul DeYoung, for example, admitted that that was the case. How do you get players to go up to the plate with the information but not overthink it? Well, that's where, I mean, again, that's kind of going back to my conversation earlier. It's like that mental part because there has to be a balance. You know, you have to know who you are, what type of approach you know, kind of works for you with this style of pitcher, and then simplifying that. I like to put it in the simple terms. You have a plan and you have an approach. Okay, so the plan is what pitch I want to hit, the location I'm looking at. The plan is what pitch. Because so there's sometimes you need to sit on secondary pitches. Okay, so – the plan is the pitch I want to hit. The approach is where I want to try and set my sights to, to, to drive that ball. So I'll give you an example. So a guy's throwing everything, you know, his away. He has a slider away. For, I'll just call him out a right-handed hitter. So everything's away, uh, but yet you're going to go up to the plate. And you're, you're, you're not feeling good. You're not feeling quick. And you're going to try to pull this ball, try to get him out front. I mean, the mechanics – that you're trying to do to, to work that pitch or hit that pitch or that style of pitcher is not going to work with your mental approach. So I'm what I feel like, you know, a, a, the skill of mine is trying to help guys to maintain their approach, the style that's going to be the most, con, you know, conducive to um, 
having the best success off of of this particular player. So, so that's where uh, you know I'm going to really put my focus in this year. And then uh, one other thing, because you were a switch hitter, you have a unique. And by the way, you're talking to a guy who saw his first curveball when he was 12, and it was over for me. Okay, so uh, <laughs> uh, it's the old Bob Gibson line for me. All I know about pitching is that I can't hit it. And I, all I know about hitting is that I can't hit it. But uh, you, one thing, the Cardinals in their lineup back in the 80s, you remember Whitey Ball, and they had five switch hitters. And I would talk to those guys about being two different hitters, and there's a lot of work and a lot of time that goes into being a switch hitter like Carlson and Edmund are. Because you were a switch hitter, are there things that you can help them out with in being better from both sides of the plate, well, the side of the plate that they aren't as effective with? Because it looks to me like you were pretty good from both sides of the plate, Turner. Well, I think no doubt. Of course, I, I, I shouldn't sit here and say, hey, no, I don't think I can help those guys. <laughs> true, true. <laughs> no, but, you know, I... Uh, no, I do because of that experience. Um, you know, I've heard comments even, you know, you know, should we just let this guy go to this side of the plate or stay on this side of the plate? And I was one of those guys where they, they said that too. But, um, you know, but I was really struggling as a, as a switch hitter. Let's just say I started the season, I was, I was buck 80 one side and 200 on the other. I said, man, I, I'd be like – I'm 380 right now. <laughs> so, you know, I'm just, uh, again, uh, no, I, I do. I believe I bring a lot of experience uh, from that standpoint, from a drill perspective, from approach perspective, and just a, just a human movement because it is, it's not like you're two different hitters, but you are two different sides of your body trying to work to do the same thing where let's get like, say, let's say Tommy Edmonds. He's a right-handed hitting, you know, a right-handed throwing switch hitter where you got D.C. who is a left-handed thrower. So their dominant arm is on, you know, two different sides of his body. Of course, the one, the ball, the, the, the hand that they're throwing with is going to be the most dominant, most accurate, you know. And so now you have two different sides that's trying to do the same thing you know, trying to kind of match the other side, but also it's different from a coordination standpoint. So I like to do coordination drills and stuff like that to kind of help the body move better alongside with our training staff too, is to kind of do things that helps in in that human movement stuff. So, um, yeah, I I, I feel like I can bring a lot of things and, and, and hopefully, uh, as we move forward, things will just keep getting better. Last thing, Turner Ward, you take credit for those silver sluggers yesterday, okay? Those, those are Turner Ward Ward products, are <laughs> <laughs> not and Goldie, okay? You, you, those hey, are on you. Hey. <laughs> no, no, no way. I, 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 I only take the blame, okay? So, but here's the deal: I did not even know. I did not even know until this morning. I was literally about to text Goldie. I was writing the text to congratulate him. And then the phone came uh, from you guys came in, so I didn't get to do that. So Nolan's two hours behind, but I didn't even, you know, I, I think I'm here in Alabama. The news just gets here a lot slower. So, uh... <laughs> so good. Well, hey, it's great to have you with us. Thanks so much. This has been great, and hopefully uh, we'll get to you be in time for the winter warm up, perhaps. Yes, I think so. And so um, hopefully, uh, yeah, man, I'd be glad to do it again and uh, just have some fun. Uh, talking baseball. Love it. Thank you, Turner. Appreciate it. Have a great day and a great weekend.
All right. Thanks, guys, for having me. See you later. That is the Cardinal hitting coach, Turner Ward.